It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It is officially 12, which means it is time to remind everybody the lunch hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show is sponsored by Calling Companies Championship. Check them out at Firestone Country Club July 12th through the 16th. Family-friendly fun for everybody, including free concerts and kids get free admission. You can learn more at colleaguegolf.com. We're going to talk about some potential free agent targets for the Cavs, and these ones in particular have been submitted to us by the good people on the interweb, our loyal viewers, which means it's brought to us by PCC Airfoils. If you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, well, PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus you can apply online at precast.com. By the way, I think it's – I, I, I don't know why I'm waiting uh, almost 13 months to say this, but I think – in the intro to what is the internet saying, I think it's funny that like one of the main pictures is like smokestacks, which is so old school and could couldn't have anything less to do with the internet and modern technology. That was but not anyway. one of the very few Good. things in this show that I did not have a hand in. Right, creating generation. I mean, it's fine. I just think it's ironic, if you will. I'm gonna watch it. I didn't even notice it. Watch, watch this. I'm usually reading. Here come the smokestacks. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I just a one second. I don't frame. know why that just. One Popped second. My brain. crazy brain. Go ahead. All right. So last week, I believe it was last Tuesday, we did some potential free agent targets that I thought were realistic fits right. based on contract and stuff for the Cavs at the three and D position. Yeah. And I suggested Dante Divincenzo, Malik Beasley, and Georges Niang. It's three guys who fit that mid-level exception, money-wise, and also nobody excited. team need. No, no one got excited, and that, that's fair because those three guys, frankly, whoever they use it on, you're not going to get. No, excited I know. About. I know. Well, luckily, yeah. our good friends at the internet flooded my inbox with suggestions saying, oh, this player would be a better fit. This player is much, a much sexier fit. So we're going to go through some of those suggestions. Okay. We'll talk about their feasibility, their realistic ability, and whether or not uh, it's even plausible that they will end up in a Cavaliers jersey next year. So, Steve, okay. we've got 188 not tag board ready. The first player that was suggested to me was one Kyle Kuzma. The issue with Kyle Kuzma is he is a player option this year in Washington for $13 million. And after averaging 22, 7, and 5, uh, I think he's going to cost about $22, 23000000 million this offseason, significantly more than the Cavs are uh, even possibly Man. allowed to offer. With he was not a good three-point shooter, though. Hey, he's a, stre- he's a streaky three-point shooter. He can catch fire. Yeah, I like Kuzma I a lot. I love Kuzma. I like Kuzma a lot. They're not going to be able to afford him. He's going to be out of their range. All right. Off the table. This is crazy. Well, that was dude. fast. I mean, <laughs> no, a, lot, a lot of these are going to be fast like that. A okay. lot of these are going to be fast like that. Uh, yeah. Kuzma, theoretically speaking, in a vacuum, Would very nice perfect. fit with the Cavs. Oh, yeah. He's very exactly nice what they need. The but he's not a great three-point shooter. I mean, 33% percent is isn't terrible. You'd like to see it around 35. He's a high-volume 33, though. Yeah. So, like, like it's right. not like he's taking two a game and right. he's taking he, seven he and a half a game. He's taking yeah. contested step backs. Yeah, I like Kuz a lot. Dang, I'm sorry, bro. He's going to be expensive, though. He's going to cost 20-plus million. Out of the price range. Next suggestion, Kelly Oubre, who averaged 20 points per game this year, five rebounds. Now, he is a bad three-point shooter. He is an unrestricted free agent. Thoughts on Kelly Oubre, who averaged 20 points on a bad You know, the tricky thing about basketball, 
when you're looking at, at free agents and stuff like this compared to any other sport. Like, let's look at the Oakland Athletics, for example. They don't have to have a guy that's good. No. Statistically. Mm-hmm. Everybody on the – now, they, they, have, they have a kid, Asturi Ruiz, their leadoff hitter, who may have still 80 bases this year. He's a nice player, all right? But they don't have – besides him with the stolen bases, they, the, the nature of the sport, there's no – every player can suck. Every player can have bad stats. Same for football. E- even with a lot of touches, a running back could get – you know, there was one year a couple of years ago where, like, Rex Burkhead was getting 15 carries a game for the Texans. But he was averaging, like, 37 yards. He was stuck. In basketball, just the nature of the sport – there's going to be on every team, no matter how bad they are, there's going to be at least one guy that scores a decent amount the of Hornets points. The Hornets had three players average 20 points per yep. game this year. And, and my point is, you score. don't know if those guys are yeah. good. If you're on a bad team, especially if you're a guy who's never been that good, and then you go to a bad team and you score a lot of points, yeah, you're not a scrub, but, like, are you that good? Is is Ubre that type of guy? I don't like Ubre as a fit for this team of uh, – Shooting, 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 shooting. He doesn't fit the bill for the type of three-point shooter that I think they need. Mm. I'm out on Ubre. You're out. Not a good. I shooter. don't even know if they can get him. Could they get him? I have. It's hard to gauge his market because what you said is spot on. He yeah. put up good numbers. He's bounced around on a bunch of teams. No one's ever wanted to sign him long term, which says something about his right. fit and feasibility in a winning culture. He was in. Does uh, it? Because people want to sign Kyrie, and he has no feasibility in a winning culture. I know he's fair, a lot better fair. than Kelly Oubre. I get it. Totally But fair, you yeah. said you specifically said winning culture. He there's no winning culture well, with Kyrie. I mean, he's, he's got a, a ring. For he's the first, a, and I'm no Kyrie fan. He's I a spent, loser. He's got a championship, for, and he hit the, the most important shot for the first time. McNuggets, I, I, I've actually sat here, and I'm feeling what it with what people get to that thing where they say, in the NBA, the worst thing to be is middling, and right now. Is smacking me dead in my face because the Cavs are just middling. No, I don't think they are. I disagree you with do, that. You, you, you think they're better uh, yeah. than middling? Middling is 500 on the bubble of making whether or not you're in the playoffs. You're in the. You're not really. To me, don't mid- have a, to me, middling is no legitimate shot to win a title. Like good enough to make the playoffs, yes. but no legitimate chance. No, to win a title. I, the, the Cavs. The Cavs are not middling with the young with the roster where it's at, with the youth of it, and the trajectory of where they can go. That's not a middling team. A middling team is a 500 team, like where the Cavs were with Wesley Person. Yeah. Like those well, teams but, in the but, – But middling – You mid- don't have much of a future, but, but you're not terrible. But they have a chance to win a title? As constituted, no. I mean, I, 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 no. I, don't, I don't know. Like, they're not. They're a lot closer than a lot of other teams in the if league. If Mobley doesn't get to that level that we hoped he would. Well, Cap, no, of course yeah. not. No, that, that's so counting on So it can't happen unless he gets there. Because um, we've yeah, seen – Like, the rest of this team, nobody's getting better, are they? I mean, Darius Garland better get better with that contract. He better get better. I think Garland has another okay. level or two. Wow. Mobley's got a couple of levels to him. You know, Donovan's still here. I know I but started this whole – Donovan's got a year left, but he's still here. This is still – as down as people have been on the Cavs, yeah. they are not a middling team. This, this is That's not – my definition of middling is a veteran team. You're fighting for the last playoff All right, so seed. let's get rid of the word middling. So, are they a team that can win a title in your not, mind? I mean, next year – I thought they were the third best team in the East this year. Like they've they've got to take a couple steps, but yeah, I think they could be in title contention next year. Yeah, I do. I, I look at if you ask me in a year, you got Donovan Mitchell. It does not look like they're going to be able to keep him. That's just the reality. Now, if you have to lose Donovan Mitchell 
and you have to restart over with just Garland and Allen and Mobley, that's not good enough. They they decided it wasn't good enough when they got went out and got Donovan Mitchell because if they that's thought true. it was good enough, they would have just kept their picks and said Darius Garland's going to be great. Mobley's going to be a superstar and we, we feel like we're good, but they had to make a decision and they made a decision. They weren't yeah. good enough. The problem is we're not going to know until next year's playoff. Next year's regular season is completely meaningless. Facts. Agree with that. And yeah. I'm, I hesitate to say this because I am not comparing them to the Warriors. I am not comparing them to the Warriors. I am not comparing to the Warriors. I am not comparing them to the Warriors. Did y'all hear what Jason just now said? Go ahead and compare them to the Warriors. <laughs> but here's what I'll say. Yeah. The Warriors came out of nowhere. Nobody thought they were title contenders. They were yeah. a young team that could shoot the ball well. Right. The Warriors were the dynasty nobody saw coming. I'm not saying the Cavs are going to have a dynasty. Not saying yeah. that. I'm saying the Warriors were a young team with young pieces that fit well together and emerged on the scene at the exact right time because right. they all hit their peaks I, at the I right time. And I get what time. you're saying. The right? Cavs are a yeah. young team that could be that type of team that hits its stride together, that grows right. together. They're, they're still young in their careers. I'm not saying they're going to win the titles. I'm not saying they're going to win. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying it's so easy for us to dismiss teams based off of the previous right. year. We're down on them now. Yes, but it's this just is like, still a young team with a high You know, it's funny, ceiling. right? And I, we'll see what happens with this Guardian season. We'll talk about it more later. Last year, I thought the Guardians were not going to be very good. I thought they were a 500 team last right. year, right? And they way overachieved based on what I and probably you and many other people thought. And they had a great season. They went to the playoffs. They almost beat the Yankees. They fell short. Okay. And so now this year, with pretty much the same team as last year, we were all like, 90 wins, going to win the division. Now, they may ultimately do that. And I'm certainly not counting them out, especially because the division sucks. I mean, they've lost 22 of 33, and they're four games out. Yeah, it's bad. Right? It's bad. But maybe this team just overachieved last year, and they're going to regress to the mean or to what we thought they were going to be last year. But, a lot, year. but you, said Cavs, you said that. You said that. Right. To be, to be fair, you said that in the beginning, beginning of last, this year. It's possible, right? So, But now the Cavs... To Jason's point, like, yes, right now we're feeling down on the Cavs because they sucked in the playoffs. And the year before, they sucked in the play-in. And so it feels like, well, these guys are never going to come through when it matters. But the reality is that they're a young team. Most of their key players are young. And even though Donovan Mitchell's, I mean, he's still relatively young, but he's been in the league. But he's only played with these guys for one year. Now they get a full offseason together. And, uh, yes, the regular season is meaningless, but they might, even with a similar team, with, with a couple of additions, you know, as the fourth, fifth, or sixth guys. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Maybe next year they play with more confidence. Maybe next year they play with more with better chemistry between Mitchell and Garland. Who knows? It could, as down as we are now, and as much as, as you and I feel like, ah, this team can't win a title... There's still enough unknown with the young players on this team and enough upside with certainly Mobley and Garland 
that we may that by the time we get to the playoffs next year, it may be a totally different team, even if the names are not completely different. Yeah. Find me some people, McNuggets. You guys, where are the rest of these people at? The next one, someone Jason mentioned once, mm. and before he mentioned him. I shouldn't have mentioned him. Yeah, you shouldn't have mentioned him. It's a bet. Austin Reeves. I shouldn't uh, have mentioned He's going to get $100 million, and he's a restricted free agent. There's no chance. It was, it was a flippant Austin. remark by me. I shouldn't have said it. He's going to get far more than what the oh Cavs can offer. Uh, the Lakers are going to screw up their team. I love it. They're going to get rid of Austin Reeves. No, they're not. Stupid. No, they're not. Oh, yeah. They're going to no, sign not. Kyrie. They're no. going to get rid of everybody. Now, and they're going to suck. And they're going to trade Kyrie in the middle of the season. That's what's right. going to happen. All right. Now, <laughs> there's a there's a cap to what they can offer Reeves. And yeah. with, I, I, without going too, down too many cap rabbit holes, he may get more than what they can offer. And he's going to take every last dollar. He's come out and said that. Like, this is one shot. Yeah, I don't blame course. him. He I don't should. blame him. But they'll do everything they can to keep him, and they should. It, they, I never, I never should have mentioned Austin Reeves as a possibility. Man, He's not coming in. Well, a lot of people also suggest him, Jason. So it was not just you. Just yeah, but I should know better. That, this goes to show you, McNuggets, you got to develop within your organization. You got, you got to hit, get lucky on somebody that you didn't think was good. And I, the Lakers, shout out to them. They got. I would love to have him. Yeah, so just real quick, Jason, I want to go into the cap. I'll explain it in two sentences. The Lakers could offer four for 52. Other teams can offer four up to 98 to 112. Why is that? Usually then, it bet, Usually these things benefit the teams that Because he's, restricted, he's a restricted free agent, but so he they don't can have, match it. They don't have his bird rights or nothing? No, he's a restricted free agent. They can match any offer given to him, but they can't outright offer ah, I see. more. Uh, so, that's, and with where they're going, I, I think they'll keep him at all costs. I think they're going to keep Austin. Yeah. All right. It's going to get expensive, but. And does that count him. against their cap if they have to go over and match somebody else's? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how to get Kyrie unless he take a discount. The then. Kyrie thing, it's going to take a lot of They'd have gymnastics. to trade like everybody. No, right? they don't have to trade everybody, but they would have to. It depends. I actually just wrote about this today in The Athletic. John Greenberg, uh, my, who's like me in the Chicago version of me, did a back yeah, he and forth. Over, he writes all these wackadoodle articles also. <laughs> oh, I write wackadoodle articles now. <laughs> no, but when I say wackadoodle, that's a positive. It's like different topics. Like, oh. like, yeah, like stuff, I, I you, like him. stuff you wouldn't yeah. think I of. like him too. It's like, wow, that's such a weird thing to yeah. write about. So yeah. he and I did a back and forth. He's totally against Kyrie going to L.A. I said, absolutely, it's their best chance at winning the title. So, but – so the long story short, they'd either have to convince Kyrie to take less money, which I don't think ah, is happening. Kyrie. Exactly. Yeah. Or they, they're going to have to come up with a sign and trade type deal to get it done. Um, and I think they could keep Austin Reeves and still pull it off, but it, it would hurt. Like it, it would hurt. They're so, going to lose another guy who's coming up on this list. Vanderbilt. What they'd have to trade Vanderbilt and uh, Hachimura. Let's go. We'll, we'll see. We're going to get there. Let's uh, go. Next up, though, is another interesting guy. How about Max Struess? He's an unrestricted free agent. He was – Undrafted, he has made $4 million in his NBA career. So just like Reeves, he's going to go out and get the bag. Before this playoffs, I thought he may have been realistic, but he's balled out in yeah. this postseason. He's going to get paid. And his price tag is going up and up and he up. Shot I'm not sure. Right out of that. guy at 6'5", that shoots at his percentage, plays the defense, comes from that Miami system, yeah, I mean, you, is going to still be in a business I'd exception. love to have Max Drews here. And that, that's just a great job by Miami of finding guys on the margins, developing them. Minimum They're guys, so Garcia, Struess, Kevin Love. They get that. these guys that are yeah. minimum guys and become key contributors. Uh, great yeah. job. Oh, and I said the other day, Miami, San Antonio, Oklahoma yeah. City, best three run, best run teams in the league. You, By the way, you got to find somebody. Bull. You si- got to find somebody. Sidebar: uh, Who thinks? Do you think Miami or Boston win tonight? I think Boston wins. I think uh, Boston wins, but I think Miami wins the series still. If if Boston wins. Like, Listen, one of these days, a team's going to come back down 0-3. I, 
I know it's never happened in the NBA, but it's happened four times in the NHL. It's happened once, obviously, in baseball with the Red Sox against the Yankees. If Boston wins tonight... Boston better win tonight. They better win tonight. What do you mean they better? Uh, they better you better close this out tonight. Yeah. Who, Miami? You, you mean, mean Miami better win tonight? Uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, Miami better win this tonight. Even though game six would be in Miami, they would be filled with pressure because you know if you lose that game, yeah. there's no way you're going to Boston in game seven if you've blown Boston, it to Boston has them in great at home yeah. in the postseason. Except in game sevens. So, uh, we'll I, see. I, 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 listen, I they start- do it. Let's put it this way. I, I think Barkley said this, and he's, I totally agree. Game six is Miami's game seven. If they lose this yes. tonight and they're going back home, yeah, that game right. six is your game seven. If you both lose three in a row, you're not going to Boston and winning game seven. Yeah. No chance. Yeah, I think today it, it hurts them where, where you don't have Tyler Hero and some of these other hey, dudes. Well, Gabe Vincent's hurt. He's Vin- not playing. Vincent. Vincent. Oh, Gabe Vincent, he's officially yeah, and, and, out. And that's another he's dude. Where well the hell them. you find this dude at? They get all these guys. Miami, as Jason alluded to, is the single best organization yeah, in the NBA at finding undrafted diamonds yeah. in the roster. Well, them in San, San, San Antonio obviously has been great. San Antonio as well. Go ahead, Mike. All right, next up. Cam Johnson of the Nets. He's a restricted free agent, so the Nets have a chance to match anything they do. He's going to get 20-plus million. I don't think there's any shot in the world they can afford him. He'd be a great fit here, but it's not happening. That okay. if, 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 I, Listen, I would reset the clock if they got him. The, this dude right here, 3 and D, long, played a lot of years of care. Listen, man, this is, this is why I don't like doing this. I'm sorry. Depressing, right? It's just you – know, you know All the guys you're excited about, you can't get. And all the guys you're like, eh – like, well, we can get that guy. This is this is just like going to the store with your mom, and she lets you go in, but she said you can't ask for nothing. Yeah, oh, that's the worst. Don't ask for nothing. Next. <laughs> I mean, I, I the three I threw out there, I thought were the three most reasonable of them. So sometimes is that it? No, we got three more. Okay. Uh, next up is Josh Hart, who has a player option oh, for thirteen awesome. million dollars this year with New York. I can't foresee a scenario where he. Passes up thirteen million in he a shot city. Fifty-two percent from three. He shot one in point three threes per game this year, so he barely shoots. Why doesn't he shoot more if he's making fifty-two percent? I don't know. There's a he's wide open. I mean, they don't guard him. He's not All a great right. shooter. Well, but, he's knocking half of them down. Hey, I mean, and, and, he, and he averages twelve rebounds on the Cavs. So the we, we he'd <laughs> be a great addition, but they can't they race. can't get him right. Uh, no, I, I don't think that's realistic. Bro. I mean, he's still 35% in his career from three. Yeah, and like I said, he's got a 13 million player option this year, so it's up to him to either turn that down, enter free so agency. So either he's going to pick that. up the option or he's going to enter free agency and make more than that, yeah. which is something either way the Cavs can't afford. Jason, man, you better start lying or something. Start lying to people, bro. Like, this is <laughs> terrible, bro. Like, you nah, Well, there's man. a reason these guys weren't on Mikey's original list. I thought Mike yeah. did a good job on he the original did a good list job of. And I still think DiVincenzo is probably the most realistic option of all the guys. That, all right, give us another couple of depressing there. options. We got, we got three more. Sign. How about uh, the journeyman? Bring him back. Jeff no, Green. No. 7.8. Nah. 30% he, shooter. Jeff He's was affordable. Jeff He's was definitely affordable. He was old when he was here the first time. <laughs> that was five years ago. Ain't, ain't nobody want Morgan Freeman playing a three. Like, he, Morgan, he's played. He's he's played well he, uh, this year. He's had a, he's actually had a good year. I thought he was cooked. Yeah. Ty loved Jeff Green. Ty Lue loved Jeff. And, boy, he missed so many threes in that sure playoff did. series in 2018. Sure did. I thought he was washed then. Nah, I'm no. not interested in Next. bringing him back. And last but not least, we have kind of alluded to him in different ways with a potential Kyrie trade. If they re-sign Reeves to a max restricted agent free agency sheet, they cannot re-sign Rui Hachimura. I'm down. I thought he played. I thought he played. Now, he didn't shoot the ball as well as he, he would have liked it in the Denver series. 
but he looked great at times this year. I'd take him in a heartbeat, would not think twice about it. I like him. I thought the, at the time, I thought the Lakers sort of stole him from Washington for a second-round pick. It came real early before the deadline. It was a little surprising on the timing of it. I'm not sure why Washington was in such a hurry to make that deal. Uh, I like Hachimura. I, I don't know that he He fits. is a restricted free agent, by the way. I forgot to mention that. Restricted, so yeah. anything that the team matched, they'd have to. If he makes match. it to market, I don't know. I, I truly, I, I don't know what his value is. I don't know if he'd be in the 12 million right. range or if he'd be higher or less. There you go. But I like him. I like Hachimura. Good segment. It, it would be a pretty good fit. It would yeah. be a pretty good fit. All right, we're going to go to something that was voted our favorite game of the first year of UCSS next, and that is Keep Cut Trade. But But first, first, I want to remind everybody that the Lunch Hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show is sponsored by Cauley Company's Championship July 12th through 16th at the famous Firestone Country Club. You can check them out, all the information at CauleyGolf.com. It is time for a little Keep Cut Trade NBA edition here, guys, and the first one involves a Cavs point guard and two other point guards throughout the league. Darius Garland, John Morant. What are you doing, Steve? Give me that back. We're getting back. No, 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 Jump no, no, the gun, no, no, Steve. No, you went to the last one. You, got, you, you had it. Give me back. Nope, 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 nope. Not that one. You're going ah! back, 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 back. Drop it, drop it. Baby, drop there back. There we go. There we go. Nope, this is keep cut trade. Sorry for the confusion on the back end here. Yeah. Uh, Steve is still learning who players are, so he didn't understand that that was Darius Garland, John Morant, and Jamal Murray. But these three, <coughs> keep cut trade. And I apologize for the uh, the future slip. Oh, how old is crazy. Murray? How old is Murray? Not as old as you think. <laughs> this is tough. Uh, He's twenty six. I'm keeping Murray. I'm trading Garland. I'm cutting Morant. I'm cutting Morant. I'm cutting. Yeah, Morant. I mean, I can't trust that guy. He's a little jet. They had to do a health, a wellness check at his house yesterday. Apparently, I didn't see that. Yeah, they did, and it was said he was fine. So we're praying for praying for Josh. Um, I think I. Let me. I think I this. have to agree with you. I mean, Murray's had such a g- terrific postseason. Yeah. In Darius, we just haven't seen it out of him yet. Let me see this. How I, old? How old is Murray? Can you tell me? Twenty-six. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue. Garland over Murray. I, Murray's done it. Yeah, Darius Garland has, has it. I know he's younger, but right. not that young. Darius has a monster contract. Yeah. Uh, would be good trade value there. Darius is younger. Yeah, yeah. I got to agree with Bull. Keep Murray, cut Jaw, and trade Darius. G? And I didn't know. I didn't know Jaw Barrett averaged 26, 6, and that. And he's eight. a hell of a player, but he's just in a. I don't know. Who knows what he's doing? I mean, um, he's I can't, making a lot I, of bad decisions. I can't, I can't trade him at this point because I think I'm only, I won't get my true value. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't really cut him like that. I think the guy with the highest trade value, to be truthful, is uh, Darius Garland. So what I'm going to do is I'm trade Darius Garland. I'm going to get me something back. I like Murray and what he's done in the playoffs, but he has come off injury. I would, I can't get my vibe. I would have to keep John Moran and swallow Ooh. it. And uh, I cut Murray. Wow. All right. So we, we kind of botched the intro here. The caveat for the first five, there's one Cavs player and two others. And the last two are just random NBA. I don't keep think cut trades. So we, we, well, we just, we just wanted Doesn't to give the caveat. There's at least one Cav in the first five. That's all right. As we go along. All right, go ahead. Uh, you ready for the shooting guard category? Yeah. 
You Donovan know what? Mitchell. I'm going to switch my answer. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to keep Darius because I think Jamal Murray has higher trade value. You can get more back from him in trade. And I think, For Dar- real? I think, yeah, uh, look, he's, yeah, he's done more. He's done. I don't know what Jamal's contract situation is though. I don't you know how many years he's got extra left. trade value is, is worth. More I think Darius. The- I, yeah, because you can get more back and trade for him. And I think Darius can eventually get to okay. the level Jamal's at Fair now. enough. So three different choices there. Go ahead. All right. So now we'll get to the shooting guard edition here. It is Donovan Mitchell, Bradley Beal, and Anthony Edwards. Keep cut trade. What is Beal's contract? What has he got a year left? Two years left, I believe. Two Are we considering left? contract? I didn't, wasn't really thinking about contract. I think you kind of have to. That's the whole. Well, I don't know. What about you, Mike? Do you consider? You think we should consider contract? Or uh, is it... Beal is under contract for the next four seasons. Oh, four? Yeah, he makes fifty-seven million. Has a fifty-seven Jesus. million dollar player option in 2026-2027. All right, I'm keeping Anthony Edwards because I think he's that dude. I think he's really good. Mm-hmm. I'm trading Donovan, and uh, I'm cutting Beal because you're not getting much for Beal with that contract. Gee, you're not getting back what Donovan could get. I agree back. with Jason. I would have it the exact same way. Got to keep Edwards. Yeah, reluctantly, I would say pretty much the same. Because um, you're not. I mean, Bradley Beal. He, is he 30 yet? 31. Bradley Beal. I didn't realize how bad his contract is, but yes, he is. Uh, He's 29. He turns 30 next month. Uh, yeah, he'll do wrong. I keep Edwards, trade uh, Donovan, and I got to cut. What's the name? Bill. Bill. Yeah, his contract's rough. Hmm. Um, so we tried to do when we were making these, find comparable players at each position. Oh, we tough. see what you was doing. Well, the small forward position for the Cavs was tough because the comparables <laughs> for Isaac Okoro – there's just not a lot. Oh, no. Lord. So I'm actually curious. Can I cut all three? Hey, you gonna I'm put not this curious man if you'll recognize – the other two people on this list, let's but see. let's see it. Keep cut trade. Isaac Okoro, Corey Kispert, or Danny Advia. I'm, uh, I'm de- keeping Danny Advia because I need a fellow Jew on my team. He's the only Jew in the NBA, I think. And the other two guys I'm cutting because they suck. Yeah, I'm cutting all three. <laughs> I, Jason's I, not Jewish. He doesn't need a Jew on his team. I'm, 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 <laughs> Kispert's a good shooter. I, um, I'm trading all three of those for a uh, cherry edible thong. <laughs> I, I, I didn't see that coming. Oh Out of here, bro. We at least have some fun, bro. These boys, boy, I tell you uh, what. M- Mike, keep it moving now. Well, all right, we'll go to the next one. This one, you terrible. will know all three. Corey Kisper. How about the power forward <laughs> position with Evan Mobley? Jaron Jackson Jr. and Carl Anthony Towns. Come on. This is actually easy, too. Go ahead. Let's see. I'm, no, I'm jumping the gun. You keep him Mobley. Uh, listen, you, you trade Carl Anthony Towns and you cut Jaron Jackson. I don't care if you block, block shots in Memphis. Like, and Carl Anthony Towns is probably one of the worst superstars in the league. Hmm. He's he's one of the worst. I don't think you can win a game of badminton with him. <laughs> Bull. Uh, I I would I would I would keep Mobley, trade Jackson and cut Carl Anthony Towns. Dang, he think he worse than <laughs> no. I'm, I'm with I'm with Bull. Cat does not have a great reputation around the league. Yeah. In terms of locker room guy and in terms. I would I th- I think you get more I would keep Mobley and I think you yeah. get more for Jaron Jackson than you could yeah. I think maybe not 
Maybe hey. not. Maybe you get more for cat. Dang, cat. Like, like, first of all, your name is a is a feline name. You, your name is Cat. Like, <laughs> not not lion, not that's dog, not 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 yeah, not hyena. Not it's like Cat. It's an untough nickname. Yeah, it is, bro. Yeah, not very tough. Go ahead, Mike. All right, the center position. Our favorite Jared Allen, Miles Turner, and Nikola Vucevic. Keep cut trade. Oh man, I'm keeping Turner. Trading Vucevic, however the, hell, however the hell you pronounce his name, and I'm cutting Allen. Mm, I'm keeping Vucevic. Mm. I like his ability to stretch the floor. I think Jared Allen has way more trade value, according to Jason, than Miles Turner, and I'm cutting Miles Turner. Thoughts? I don't know their contracts. What's Turner and Vuce's contracts? Vuce is actually a free agent right now. Oh. Why can't we get him? Why, why, why wasn't he on the list for the Cavs to get, grab up? They're 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 looking for shooters, like wings, wings. And Miles Turner has a exactly the same contract as twenty million a year. Is Jarrett? So is Jarrett Allen for yeah. two years? So one year fewer on his contract than Allen. None of this excites me. No. Um, I'll actually keep. I, I mean, Miles Turner can shoot a little bit. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about this one. Yeah, I can't get excited. Hey, hey, hold on. Hey, hold on. <laughs> get, I, my, rest, hey. my resting bitch Literally, face is like, back. Get these, get these, right. This is your trade thing. <laughs> Let's do the next one. All right, well, the next one's three superstars. No Cavs involved in this one. All right, Steve, go to the next one. We have, just for fun, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, and Devin Booker. Keep cut trade. Oh, Woo. Dang. Dang, bro, that bull. This Jason, is you hate stupid. this one too. That's yeah, cool. I hate this, this one for different stupid. reasons. I hate this one for different reasons. This is oh, crazy. Um, I'm, the question is, are we prisoner of the moment on this thing? I'm not keeping Lillard because he's the oldest. Yeah, and he has the worst. I think he don't he got the worst contract in the NBA. No, is, is this is he making more than Bill? I mean, he's making a lot of money, but makes I would, a lot. I think it's the same. There's, the super maxes are all the same. There's a lot worse contracts. There's I'm a, ignoring contract like it or not. I'm ignoring contract. Any 32 as well. I don't. I think this one's really hard. Because I'm feeling down on Tatum right now in the moment. Like he's been awful. I it, know he played better in game four. Is, is Booker it, was phenomenal. Isn't Tatum just a taller version of Booker? Less efficient. And I love Damon. I love Stott. I love. Uh, I love uh, Stoudemire. This Stoudemire. is hard. This one's hard. Damon Lillard. Actually, Damon yeah, Lillard. Where did I come? On? I kept wanting to say Damon. Actually, this is this is very easy. Let's, I love him so much. I don't know his name. So so, <laughs> Jason Tatum is a oh Jason God. Tatum is a defender. He's longer. He yeah. can do some of the same things as Booker. I'm keeping Tatum. I'm going to actually trade Booker, and I'm cutting. Um, oh boy, uh, because yeah, he's I guess 32. you're right. I can't disagree with that. I'm cutting David Stoudemire too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Penny Hardaway, he's yeah. gone while we're at Let's, it. We can get him up out of here. Bro. Uh, Nick yeah. Van Essel, we, get, we gotta go. <laughs> I, I, I gotta keep Book. I think, and I love mm. Tatum. I'm I love, you. I love. Dang. Tatum. I keep him Book. Dang, you picked the Celtics to win a title, Jason. I know, I know, but so I. So you trading Tatum? Trading Tatum and cutting. All right, cutting Lillard. Go ahead. And but it's one close. more just for it's fun. Close. This is the big man edition equivalent of what we just did on the wing. Mm. How about Bam Adebayo, Sabonis, and Pascal Siakam? 
I'm keeping Sabonis. I really like Sabonis. Mm. I'm really high on it's Domas. It's a bonus if you keep Sabonis. Nah. I'm high on Domas. I, I, you know what? Man. I'm keeping Domas, uh, trading, bam, I'm cutting Siakam. Siakam should have been, Siakam, like, like Siakam should have been the next dude up. When they won, Siakam was unguardable. Then he got hurt a little bit. Then it's like, but here's what I'm going to say. Now that they've unlocked uh, Bam Adebayo's uh, handles badge uh, for $49.99 on your mother's credit card on NBA 2K, <laughs> I'm going to use a Bam Adebayo as I'm keeping him. Um, I'm going to trade. I'm uh, Yeah, I'm Dang, I can't believe I'm cutting Siakam. I'll cut Siakam and I'm going to trade. Uh, uh, oh, boy. I'm with G. Bush. I'm keeping Bam. I'm trading Sabonis. And I'm cutting Siakam. By the way, can we get him? Can we trade for Siakam? I think they give him up. They got Scotty Barnes. They keep missing the playoffs. I don't know. Toronto's in a really weird spot weird. with a new coach. I don't know. I don't know which direction they want to go. I feel like you need to make one of these up for like the fans, like we do. Cam in Canada, Eddie, and <laughs> who would be the third one? We don't know. Lawrence Goggins, maybe he tweets at us a lot. And, uh, Earl's not here one. today, so. We'll, 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 work, we'll workshop that. I'm not killing any fans. We love them all. So uh, we'll work on that. It's but. funny. No, no, I know. I mean, we what? did ourselves that one time. Yeah, Every, everybody killed fun. me. That was great. <laughs> but do we ask the fans to vote on them? Do we ask the audience to vote on the audience? Yeah. Well, well, but that's not like. Yeah. yeah. No, then it's an inside joke. It didn't no. Did we did, it. did we do a poll? I thought it was just internally. Did we ask them? I think we the did three of us. I'm, I mean, they're going to keep G, of course, and yeah, I'm probably going to get killed. That's, that's not. I'm that, probably going to get killed. I, I think I got cut or traded or something. I got I, I got know. traded. Uh, we can do that. Throw we'll, it up. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll bring it back at some point. Um, we're going to do one thing real quick. That is half Browns, half Guardians, and we'll talk Guardians full. But the, over the last two nights, we've seen two Guardians players throw at the first pitch. I mean, two Browns players, excuse me, throw yeah. at the first pitch at Guardians games. We graded. Each of their first pitches. So we're going to see Greg Newsom's first. Steve, you can take tag board full. Anthony can play the pitch, and then we'll go through the grades. But Greg Newsom and Bull, do you want to do a little play-by-play for us? All right, Newsom on the hill. He's not on the mound for some reason. This he, would be an illegal pitch. He has the Concord Jordans one as well. He's Low. checking out the catcher, looks in for the sign. Still staring. And he's not happy with the sign right now. Steps back to the rubber. Sets for the pitch. He winds. He fires. Oh, way outside. A great play by the catcher. I can't tell who that is who caught the pitch. I Here's was, a slow-mo. Uh, and that was he hurt his arm. He's coming he's, off the field. He's complaining. Injured. Yeah. Uh, this is the picture of the wait, catcher. Wait, don't show. Oh, this is from a different angle. Okay. That is not a video. Funny just if he a hit picture. the mustard in the That is there. like Charlie Sheen in Major League taking the head off the piece that's in the yeah. batter's box. That was awful. Yeah, I actually gave it a C because he's, you know. We'll, we'll go through the grades in one second. I think Let's... that's average for a first pitch thrower, no? Uh, we'll go through it in a minute. Okay. So here's Thornhills. In case anyone missed this, I just want everyone to be on the same page as we're going okay, through Okay, Juan grades. Thornhill firing up the crowd saying, hey, we're going to win every game. You should expect that, Browns fans. Don't boo us. You. Don't boo me. Cheer us. He's got some good-looking pants. He steps up to the hill. He's on the rubber. He got the bust down he's, chain. He's on. got a good look at. He's standing there like a pitcher. He sets. He winds. He fires. That's over. Strike one. Caught the edge. That ball had some movement on it. It's some downwards 
been right there. Hey, why 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 Thornhill's trying to come into town and take stuff over? He just he just kicking ass and taking names. He throwing out the first pitch. It'd be strikes. He called Adam the Bull out the first week he got here. He got a chain on right now and graffiti pants. Yeah, this dude is outrageous. I love it. Anthony nope. Walker is throwing out the first pitch on Saturday. Yeah. So we asked you guys to I mean, that grade was a good the pitch. two. It, it was. We asked you guys to grade the two pitches we saw, and then we'll talk about our prediction for Anthony Walker. But Jason, here's your report card first. See if you want to take 229 full here. Jason, you gave Newsom a D minus, Thornhill an A minus. Watching it back, do you agree with your own grade? Abs- Newsom earholed someone. He'd have killed a man <laughs> if he was in the batter's box. Like, I mean, I'll give him credit. The only reason it's not enough is because at least he threw it from the mound. So he got up on the mound. He had a little bit of smoke on it. Mm. So I was going to give him an F plus, but I'll give him a D minus because at least he had the courage to throw it from the rubber. Uh, Thornhill A minus. That's, that's a strike, man. Like caught the edge. Needs to work on his uh, delivery a little bit. He's going to hurt himself throwing like that too often. But I, I, he certainly gets a passing grade. Greg Newsom. Nah, man. Like I said, if you were Ricky Vaughn and Major League, you'd have taken the head off that thing in the batter's box. Jason, I, right when I when they sent me and I was looking at it. You didn't tell me about this. There was a time when Albert Bell played for the Orioles and somebody threw at him and Albert Bell refused to go to first base. I know why. He, he said, uh, what the heck was going on with that? I I thought it was Chicago. Was it Baltimore? Was it? Well, it was, was an Orioles. He got like, hit by the pitch and he wouldn't take his base. He was, and, they, and they had to come. This coach, the manager, had to come out and be like, "Dog, you got to." He said, "No, I want him back." Yeah, I really got to. I really got to finish the story. <laughs> <laughs> Get it to run. I did that interview a long time ago. That's on me. That hasn't run yet. Uh, he said that he hit three home runs that day, and he, and, wanted-, and he wanted to be one of the guys to hit four, and he was oh. mad that he. He wanted he wanted to hit. He wanted yeah. to try and get a fourth home run. He was yeah. mad they hit him. Now is it, it? Do you have a choice in that? No. no. Okay. That's why. <laughs> like I was I, I, they're I, like I, they're like, bro, you gotta go, man. You gotta go. He's like, I don't want to go. People was co- confused. Like, hey, like you don't have baseball got weird rules where it's like, okay, well, somebody can you look this up because we haven't. Can you can you opt out of the first base walk or what was? He's no. Like, no. 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 You have to walk if you get four pitches. <laughs> you have to take yeah. the base if you get hit. Yeah, so I saw non-negotiable. I saw that when right after that happened. I don't know why it popped up, but the Orioles back in the day had these black uniforms. I don't know what the heck they was, but you need to bring them back to Orioles. Mm. So uh, G Bush, let's go ahead and get to it. I gave Greg Newsom. I gave Greg Newsom the C. Uh, at least it didn't dribble to the mound. He, he the guy caught it. it I was gonna give him a C minus. Uh, his wind up was was kind of strange. And I was with Bull a little bit. Like, I was wondering whether or not he thought this was T-ball because he was halfway to the pitcher's mound. Mm. I'm like, no, 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 you got to go to the rubber dog. So somebody must have told him in his earpiece. That's right. Back up a little bit. Thornhills, like I said, A-minus, bro. Uh, listen, he, he threw a nice pitch. He came out there with some attire. Like, I told you, Juan, that Juan Nizzle, he's out here doing his thing. Um, and, and Barstool even picked it up. Ha! Ah! How many? How fast do you think that was going? About 70, 62? It's hard to tell. I, yeah, you, it's impossible to yeah, get a gauge. Probably, I mean, yeah, probably around 70, maybe 60s. Yeah, okay. I'll give you 75. I'll give you that, I'll I'll give you that nah, one. Probably not. Juan, you didn't have the best that week was good. ever. All right, I'll show you mine. If you show me yours. Ah. Ah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> I gave Greg Newsom a C. I gave Juan Thornhill an A+, plus, man. Oh, man. First of all, I know they're professional athletes, but they're not baseball players. It's a completely different type of skill. 
And compa- I'm comparing it to the average person that throws out a first pitch. Juan Thornhill threw it fairly hard for yeah. a regular person. And again, I know he's an athlete. Maybe I should grade him a little harsher than a regular person, but he's not a baseball player. And he, he threw it hard. He threw a strike. I mean, how often do guys throw a strike from the mound that's throwing a first pitch? So that's an A-plus to me. And I thought Greg Newsom, it wasn't a good throw, but compared to the average person, I thought it was basically average. I, it probably could have been a C-minus. Maybe it's a little below average. He put some smoke on that, too, if he takes he, it a little off it. Right. And, but he did throw it hard. It, it was okay. I mean, we've seen some really bad. The Jesse Owens oh. one, the, the mayor of Cincinnati. Yeah. 50 Cent. Oh, 50 that, Cent. listen, 50 yeah. Cent. We had one oh, earlier God. this year with the Guardians. Who was yeah. it? There um, was a bad that Kelsey. Bieber was catching. Right. Yeah. I don't was, it Kelsey? It was it Kelsey? Was it right? Kelsey, Kelsey was terrible. Uh, Gary Delabate from the Howard Stern Show. Bob Babui once did a terrible one at Shea Stadium or maybe City Field. I don't remember who it was, but uh, yeah, that's trash. Yeah, yeah. So and with that, yeah. And G, you said the word trash. I hate to use the word trash as a way by, to describe. By the way, I just thought of this for a second. Did you see? Um, Remember the, the mayor of Cincinnati put his foot in his mouth last year in the yes, Bengals Chiefs yes. game? Did you see – We remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about the schedule reveal videos that the teams did? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you see the in the Bengals one, the mayor of Cincinnati in that one? No. Uh-uh. So they have him saying, and in week whatever – I can't even remember. I think it was week 17. The Bengals play the Chiefs, and that's all I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty that good. was funny. Yeah. Go ahead. That's pretty good. The Guardians lost again yesterday. Oh, Shut out uh, six nothing. Uh, it's it's ugly. And yeah. It's, we're approaching the point of the season, which Jason's alluded to many times. Memorial Day is when he, you know, speaking for Jason, yeah, officially declares. What's well, like, the one right, third point of the year? It, it's do or die time. It's when you know what you have. By that point, you got a pretty good feel of who you are. Yeah. They're a bad baseball team. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's flat out. They're a bad baseball yeah. team. If they were in the East or the West. The season would be over right now. Yeah, and I think we need to gauge it on that and yeah. not the trash around them. You need yeah. to gauge it on right. what what are we really? Who are right, because we? What are we? Could they still make the playoffs? Yes. I, I actually still think they're going to – as bad as they are, I still think they have a good chance to win the division. But the team right now, they can't win in the playoffs. Oh, no. They cannot oh, win in the playoffs, oh, even no. if they make it. You know, and, and I mean, you got Tampa Bay playing great baseball. The Yankees are playing really well right now. Everybody in the East is at least solid. Tech, the Texas Rangers, yeah. they they have the they have a better run differential than Tampa. And Degrom's well, Tampa. And Degrom hasn't even played. I mean, t- Tampa. It was the twenty to one game that threw everything off. That one game. Yes, yes, yes. So they got hammered by Toronto twenty to one and right. screwed up their run differential. But still, but the Texas point is, is Texas great. Is playing great. And Degrom without been hurt. Degrom. Right. Right. We know the Astros are good. The Angels are playing decent baseball. I mean, there's no, there's only one team from the Central going to the playoffs. That team is unlikely to do anything unless one of these teams makes additions. Or the the Guardians is flat out bad baseball team at the moment. Doesn't mean they're going to be all year. But right now, they suck. Yeah. They I just, mean, they were, listen, we're five games away from the one third point of the season. They don't have. They just don't have. They just don't – they can't – when you can't hit like that, it's yeah. crazy. Like It's hard to watch. You, you They're hard to watch. There's nothing to see. Like, there's not hard hit balls. There's not, There's not. you know, a lot of different things. And like you said, I liked what Jason just, just spoke to earlier. He said, you got to compare these dudes with the good teams. That's right. Not who's yeah. in your division. And I right. think sometimes we kind of lean on that a little bit. Well, it's the central is early. Right. We can hang around. But really, are you contenders? Because when you get in the playoffs <laughs> – 
you got to be doing something. These guys is not going to be nowhere in the mix, and there's only only one team from from the Central, and they're not going to make no noise. Yeah, there's se- there's seven games under 500 for the first time in since 2015. That's a long time. Ago. It was a long time, and that was the Swisher born year when they had to just sort of blow everything up yeah. at midseason. And I think I think we're I think we're headed there, and it's not just. Like everyone's been clamoring for Bo Naylor. Bo Naylor isn't going to save the season. No, no. But it's it's a combination of things. Like we're at the point where I I just Tito's not going to do this. I I really think it's time to move on from Ahmed Rosario. Yep. And, yep. and put Gabriel Arias at shortstop every day. Yeah. Move on from Mike Zanino yep. and put Bo Naylor behind the plate. Yes. Figure out right field. Do something with you know. I I wish it could be George Valera, but he's not ready. But well, maybe you just put Will Brennan out there and just leave him out there and let him play every day and see what yeah. you do. It's not just one minor tweak that you need. I think no. you need to make a couple of major jolts well, to this yeah. team to try and snap them out of this. And, and, and listen, I agree with everything you're saying and, and everything you just said there. Here's the bottom line. This team has, has done nothing in free agency and trades of significance mm-hmm. in, in a number of years now. Yeah. Right? And we were complaining about it. And then they had a great season last year. And because of that, and I think we overestimated their ability to repeat what they did last year. Yeah. Because what they did last year, in, in reality, was not sustainable. To have that much success from that many young players is not a sustainable way to win. Um, but you thought, okay, the bullpen's so good and the rotation's so good that they'll be fine. But those things haven't – the rotation's been good, but not great. And the bullpen's been awful. So – it's all falling apart here. Now, again, we do have a long season and they might turn it around, but right now there's, there's very little reason to believe offensively they can turn anything around. They're only free agent additions. Bell's been eh. Bell's been eh. terrible. Well, he's been eh since the terrible start. He's been well, terrible. Overall. Overall, overall, he's been terrible. Fair. I, okay, Zanino's useless. You're getting nothing out of right. None of the young players, like they had all these young players. Gonzalez is back in the minors. Brennan's done nothing. Quan's been okay, Quan's but, okay, but not great. You know, um, Rosario has been terrible. Uh, Jimenez signs the big contract. He's been terrible. So who's producing? Naylor's been okay. Uh, Miles Straw stinks. That was a bad contract at the time. Everybody complained that I said it was a bad contract. Everybody went bananas for his defense. Everybody went bananas because he hit in spring training. He stinks. Well, he, he stinks, stinks offensively, but you got a gold glover for $5 yeah, million. Geez, I don't think that's terrible. It, it, you, were paying Austin, you were paying Hedges $6 million. Well, they shouldn't have been doing that either. In 2023, you can't have a player that can't hit. When, uh, unless the rest of the lineup's great. And, and, yeah, and we agreed on that. Yeah. I think you can carry Miles Straw as a gold glove center fielder, one of the most important, important positions at $5 million. That's not a lot of money in today's game. Uh, but you don't, you don't want to not – like, this is not catcher. You don't want a non-hitting outfielder if, playing every day. I, I think it's, it's not so much the young players that haven't worked out for yeah. me. It's the big dollar investments that they've made that have let them down. Because how much different does this lineup look if Josh Bell is playing the way we thought? Zanino's having a decent, not a great, just a decent yeah. year. And Andres Jimenez is playing the way he did last year. This whole lineup looks different. I put it more on the big dollar investments that they made that haven't panned out. And the Josh Bell thing is scary because he's got a player option. Yeah. And if he didn't get it turned around, this is now a two-year albatross. Yeah, it's true. For a team I that it can't was a good afford it. I, so far, it's I, bad. Yeah, I'm not going to kill him for it yeah. now because, again, I didn't liked it at the time. Yeah. But I think we need to call the Zanino thing what it is. It was a $6 million mistake. It yeah. was a gamble. They didn't do it. And the fact that they've missed on these guys, that they've invested big, big dollars. And, yeah. and 
Jimenez is not a miss it's, to me. It's too early. He just hasn't played well. Yeah. But Bell is looking like a miss, and Zanino is yeah. for sure a miss. And they've spent too many years. Like, we've talked about all this prospect depth. They haven't used it to go out and get proven players. Yeah. And they've they, missed opportunities here. And if here. they are not going to go get proven players, all the young dudes should be playing. I, I want to see Arias. I don't want to see Rosario no and more. And Tyler Freeman. Let's, and, let's and, see and him Can play. I see him? And, and, and you moved Quan to center field. And you I, listen, Gonzalez, you're going to figure it out up here. Go over there right field. He's see not even playing well at AAA, though. Like, well, they can't the, – the whole move yeah, Quan to center, they can't even figure out right field, uh, let alone yeah, right yeah. field and left well, field. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of – I would rather have – if I know Straw can't hit and I know Gonzalez is, is struggling at this point, but at least I can put Will Brennan and get them some at-bats every day. If Brennan can get well, at-bats – Brennan is playing, it, but he's not playing well. The thing is, like, the guys who were the top prospects, those guys have to play, and that's Arias, that's Freeman – we got to see, and, and Naylor. We got to see where's, 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 where's this Valeris cat? Where's he at? Where, what he He's coming back from a hand. Okay. Uh, the When you signed Jimenez long-term, which I, I was all yeah. for it. I advocated for it. I wrote a whole column on it, and I still think it was, I'm glad they made the deal. I still think he's going to be okay. I agree. You don't go from seven war to not being able to hit. No. Like, he's going to be fine. Yeah. But once you committed to him, you no longer have room for Tyler Freeman, Gabriel Arias. Well, and then trade him and get some outfielders. Agree. I wholeheartedly agree. And I think their inability to make a trade is what's got this whole thing yes. clogged. And I don't know this. Spitballing. I think when they've trying to make trades for Sean Murphy or for Matt Olson or whatever, teams are asking for Gavin Williams, Espino, and Bybee. And I think they were hesitant to move on from those guys. So they keep hitting the roadblock. If we yeah. can't get this, then we're not going to I, deal with it. I think. I just I think, think, Jason, like, yeah, I get it. People want those guys. You got to give up something to get something. I totally agree. Right? And, like, you totally can't agree. just sit on this this trove of prospects, some of which you're overrating. Most of their hitting I, prospects for the last I, decade have not panned I out. I think that they would be happy to move on from Rokio for the right they'd, – they'd include Rokio in the right deal. I think they'd include Freeman in the right deal. Probably even include Valera in the right deal. I don't – and I don't know this. Yeah. I think they didn't want to touch those three pitching – I, and that is what I think has I, been an impediment to maybe deals. so, but I find it impossible to believe that there aren't teams interested in some of these hitting. Sure, guys. but what are you going to so get? Well, you got to do something. You've got to have but, some proven but players. You, but if you're not going to get Sean Murphy, if you don't include one of those three guys, yeah. If, if there's if Oakland is adamant saying you have to include then one of these guys, include one of those guys. Let's go. You need. You can't have these holes in the lineup. You can't. You can't keep stopgapping we'll, in we'll, all these positions. We'll throw Bieber in with one of them. Like like. Like, well, I think Shane's Oakland's not looking for Shane. Bieber. I think Shane's going to be dealt this year, but I think it, there's no point in moving him now. Like you have to wait. No, he's got to turn it around. Well, I mean, he pitched better his last start. He, but. He's going to be the best starter on the market. So you just want to let the demand increase yeah, right. with him. You don't move you him, trade him right at the deadline. I, I would look, I, I would look for a Rosario move right now. I'd, even if you don't get anything for him, you're not going to get much for him. They should I would look him, for yes. a Rosario move right now. And just to clear the spot to get Arias at short, DFA Zanino, eat the $6 million. It yeah, kills teams like already. this. Get Bo Naylor up here. But Let's if, go. If you're going to have a chance at turning this around, right. it, has to be, it has to be a dramatic shakeup. It can't just be one move. On the same day, Zanino DFA'd. Uh, 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 Rosario. Resi- thank you. Yeah. Rosario traded. Yeah. Make these moves. Get these guys in here. Yeah, they and, need to and, be aggressive. And it's your chance. It's your one chance to sort of flip Listen, this thing. This is a great around. front office. Doesn't mean you're immune to criticism. They've been a little too passive, I think. They got to be more aggressive. I know they're hamstrung by the owner and the payroll. They're ham- that's that's not. There's nothing they can do about that. But we we can't keep 
stopgap choices. Now, you and I both like the Bell signing. It's been a disaster. It's, yeah. it, you know, I said it's, it's been a, you're right. It's been a disaster so far. I had I thought he hit 30 home runs for them. He's done nothing. They had no power last year. They're worse this year. They have they have what 25 home runs as a team ish. Have you ever heard? I think of, they've had 28 home runs. Last I looked, they, I think they had 28, and yeah. 17 of them were solo shots. Okay, have you? Has anybody? Any of you guys heard of Christopher Morell? Christopher Morell. Do we know who he is? No. They have 30 home runs as a team. 30. Okay. Do you know Christopher Morell? Have you heard of him, Mike? Have you? Has anybody here heard of Christopher Morell? No. I don't so, think so. Only because I know where you're going with this. But All yes. right. He's a kid. The Cubs. Now, I, I'm not complimenting the Cubs. It just happens to be the example because they've been their ass too, and they have a higher payroll in their ass. But the Cubs called this guy up two weeks ago. He's got nine home runs. Shut up. He's got Shut nine your, home runs. Shut your mouth. The Guardians have 28 home runs in, his, in, in the season. The Guardians I, have 30 this year. Pete Alonso has 18 by himself. Yeah. Oh, Pete Alonso's up to 18? 18. 18. Oh, my God. See, this I mean, that's this this, crazy. By, by, the, by the way, I'm, I apologize to the people. We See, we, we were foolhardy. We thought that you was going to steal these bases and you was going to play this small ball and bunt people You can't over. do that if you don't get on base. They're not getting on they base. They ain't on base. They're not hitting the ball hard. And you cannot win when you, you're you not. The three-run home run is 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 the great equalizer. Can you imagine yeah. in basketball if you just took mid-range jumpers and shot no threes? You get blown right. out. Like Well, well right now, right now, you, you already have, right now, in right field, in center field, and in catcher, you don't have a you don't have a legit major league starter. Miles Straw's not a legit major league starter. Neither's Will Brennan, and neither is the catching situation. But they don't even have traditional power positions. Right, right, right. So, like, but you already have three spots that where you don't have a legit major league starter. You you got no power all over the place except for third base. Your shortstop's been awful. Your second baseman's been awful. Your first baseman slash DH Naylor cannot hit lefties. Uh, and by the way, don't look yeah. at Owen Miller's numbers in Milwaukee. Yeah, he's done a nice job. Batting 340, OPS and nine over 900. Yeah, yeah. They just gave him away. They get, they gave away. But him. that was the. It goes back to the 40 man roster That's right. jam. They gave and away. It goes and back and to I don't know if the rest of these guys are going to pan out. And Owen Miller's a small sample size. But they gave him away. They gave Will Benson away. He's been terrible so far in Cincinnati. It's a very small sample size. You gave away what's his name, Nolan Jones too. Like you had to give those guys away. At one point, those guys were all decent prospects, or, especially yeah, Nolan Jones yes. and Will Benson. The well, that's, so, they, the guy that got back for Nolan could be something, but he's really low A. He's a or a, a, a ball shortstop. Right, but at one point, Nolan Jones was the best prospect, prospect in your system, yes. and, you, and you essentially and gave you had away. To start, you had to restart that whole exactly, process. and we can't keep doing this. They've got to get proven major league players. Agreed. That's that's the I thing. I agree. Well, hey, you know what's intoxicating? Unbridled future. When you got it, when you look over the horizon, and you see, oh, we could be this. We can have like look, look yeah. at all this potential. I mean, the potential get you fired, bro. Like if you, if these guys don't do nothing, and yeah. and slowly but surely, we talked about it all the time. Jose Ramirez is getting older and older and older. Man, he's still my I but here's what I'm saying. We talk about it with the Browns all the time. We're wasting Miles Garrett's prime. We're yeah. wasting Nick Chubb's prime. Obviously, Jose Ramirez has been a great player for the for the Guardians for a lot of years. Yeah. We take for granted that he's going to be That's at this true. level forever. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I I would not put them anywhere near each other in categories because the Guardians. I wouldn't say have wasted Jose's years. They went to a World Series. Right. That's yeah, they're, yeah, in, yes. they're a postseason contender. No, there's no comparison. Year. But the point is. Yeah, if you don't put better talent around him soon, then the rest of his career could get wasted. Yeah, yeah like sure. now the Guardians are never going to stay bad, unlike the Browns. You know, maybe the, hopefully the Browns won't stay bad anymore. 
obviously the Guardians is a much better run organization than the Browns. Yes, we There's no we, comparison we, from that standpoint. But right now, it's like, it's ugly. And we haven't, we've been talking about the hitting. The bullpen's been awful. It's been awful. Uh, and the rotation's been up and down. Bieber's, you know, you look at his numbers, they're pretty good, but he's not dominant. No. Right? You know, Quantrill's been, been pretty bad. Allen's been mostly good. A couple bad starts. He's a young pitcher. He's been good. Bybee's been excellent for the most part. Uh, Rough bumps are coming, though, yeah, for Bybee. The young pitchers are going to have ups and downs. Sure. You know, McKenzie's getting close to coming back. Savali. That'll All be right. a boost. Listen, I'm, I, the rotation's fine. It's good enough. But if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. The lineup's just awful. It's just so it's it's horrible. They're, they're putting out one of the most anemic offenses yeah. ever, and like, it should be better. Obviously, especially Jimenez. And, and I, I'm putting on those three. I'm putting on. Quan's been fine. He's fine. He's, yeah, and he we had he a terrible day last better year. Better than you, you know. But Quan's not holding this team back. No. Right field has been a disappointment. Yes, Brennan hasn't hit Gonzalez in the minors. Yes, but I'm telling. As I'm, much as I'm, I don't like Straw. He is what he is. I mean, yeah, you knew I, what you were getting for him. I'm, I'm fine right. with the $5 million gold glover. I'm fine with that. But the three guys that they invested big, big dollars in, Jimenez, Bell, and Zanino, I really feel is why they are in this position because they've yeah. gotten, they have not gotten the return on investment I, I, on those agreed. three guys. I disagree with you on the, on the straw thing because the, in the bottom line to me is most center fielders are very good defensively. Yeah. So I could get a guy who's a little worse than him in center field that's a much better hitter. It, I understand what you're saying. He's not an everyday player to me. I think Whatever he he's is. getting paid in the right lineup, me, I think every, he is. Yeah, if you if you have a lineup that's awesome and he's your ninth guy, fine. And like again, if he started for the game, but they don't have that. But again, if Zanino, Jimenez, and Bell were putting up the numbers worthy of the money that they gave them last winter, you'd feel a lot differently I, about Straw batting ninth. And, yeah, but again, I knew you knew they weren't going to have a great lineup. Straw is. Straw's doing exactly what you knew he was going to. It's the other three that have been if huge Straw was disappointments. Tampa, fine. I don't care that he's playing every day because the other eight guys can hit, but they don't have that. And so it hurts because you get no production out of him. You get nothing out of catcher. Again, just like last year, you have three spots in the lineup with yeah. no production. And that's not even including Bell, Jimenez, and Rosario who have given you no but, production, but, even though you're expecting more. But you guys would know this better than me. But are are they really putting uh, emphasis on uh, organizational emphasis on? We want to develop hitters. That's what we're gonna do. We've been lacking. We found good defensive players. We found guys that hustle. We found guys that are pitchers. We found pitchers galore. We're gonna put an emphasis on finding they have, guys. They have generally not done a good job of developing hitters. Yeah, I, that's been a blind spot. Yeah. They've been terrific at pitching, hitting not so much. Jose's yeah. internal. He was right. he was a homegrown guy. Quan was a homegrown guy, but for the most part, you know, Jimenez was a trade. Naylor was a trade. 
since the 90s, really, since the power lineups yeah. of the I 90s. Mean, think about some of their top-hitting prospects. You know, Zimmer, bust. Yeah. Clint Frazier, bust. bust. You, you look at the, you know. Lonnie Chisenhall, bust. Right, right. No, Nolan, Nolan Jones, Jones we'll Colorado. see if he's any good. Yeah. Benson, we'll see if he's any good so far. You know, way, way too Matt early Laporte to tell those guys. Matt Laporte. Well, that, they well, traded for him. That, that was, was true. Yeah, but, he, but he, but he, they thought he was going to be good. But they got, yeah, they haven't done a good job of, of, and a lot of their prospects have been hyped. You know, and that's why I would trade him because I don't know if these guys are going to be any good. Right. They have, you know, let's go. Let's get moving here. I agree with you. Trade Rosario now. He did a good job last year. He can't, you're not, not going to get anything for him. No. You're going to get a you're going to get a high A infielder or a middling reliever. But it's just a matter of you can't DFA him because it, I think it would piss off the locker room because of how he is felt and viewed in there. I don't think you can DFA them. They need to piss off the locker room. They're playing like a bunch of wimps right now. Well, but I think if you if you just you just need to trade them. Yeah. Just trade them. They got Baltimore. I'm sick of them trading for minor leaguers. They got Baltimore and St. Louis coming up. St. Louis first, then Baltimore. Why the next hear two Mike series. Yeah, that's. Oh, Baltimore and St. Louis. You said. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, St. Louis is right at the ship as Tough I thought row. they would eventually. Baltimore's um, been great. Baltimore's, Baltimore's bullpen is dynamite. Hey, it could get real ugly. I, like we, you said. Well, in this division, it won't get real ugly. I no. think they'll be hanging around all along. Did you along, see but. my tweet yesterday? The record of the AL Central teams in games not when they're not playing each other. No, Lord, no. Uh, I got to bring up this right tweet here, real quick before the end of the show. Um, they are sixty, according to Adam the Bull. Yeah. The five AL Central teams are combined sixty-five and one hundred and four. Now, well, there was there was one, and it's now sixty-six at one hundred and four because the Twins beat the Giants yesterday. Sixty-six and one hundred and four. That's thirty-eight games under five hundred against non-AL Central teams. Every team in this division is under five hundred against teams not in the, not in the division. And by the way, that includes the NL Central, which is almost as bad as the AL. Not quite as bad, but almost as bad as the AL Central. Um, I, I I should figure out these four these five teams' records against teams only in the East and West America. Well, I was going to say if the Guardians were in the East, how far out would they be? Uh, it'd probably be fifteen games. Uh, yeah, fifteen games. Yeah, yeah. The Blue Jays are two games over five hundred. They're nine and a half back, so they'd be sixteen and a half games back. <laughs> sixteen and a half. Yeah. We got twenty seconds, which is almost as many games as the Guardians would be back if they were in the AL Central. Gee, Merry Christmas. Yeah, uh, I'd, be, I'd be thankful. Thankful. Hey, I waited to Memorial Day. We'll see you on overtime. Talk about that bum Kyrie next. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.